another Sunday. Today we have a special guest, very special guest, Mr. Wing Dante from Cricket Club Shop. It's good, it's good. We've been talking about this for quite some time, coming on the set to discuss his clothing line, the start, the beginning, how it, got, how it all came to be, yes, sir. and uh, all the new drops that are happening. So as you're coming in the room, let us know you're here, and then we'll get the show started shortly. Um, oh, wow, my mic just jumped out. Um, but there's a full-on Puerto Rican Day parade going on out here. Shout out to everybody that showed up for the parade. Sunset Park is definitely representing right now. They're outside. Um, it is crazy. The avenue is packed, or it was, and they're starting to break everything down now. So shout out to everybody that came and represented from the old neighborhood. Um, on a sad note, uh, we want to say uh, we want to say send our condolences to the whole Barreto family. Um, as everybody knows, Danny Barreto passed away, I believe, yesterday. Mm. Um, it was a loss for the neighborhood. Always been a part of uh, our, my childhood, specifically here in Sunset Park. Um, so, you know, condolences and uh, you know, rest in peace to Danny Barreto. And uh, today makes one year that uh, Manny passed away. My baby brother uh, lost his life last year. And um, God bless. Yeah, thank you. He, um, you know, we miss him. And um, we had a little little memorial for him in front of the building today. Um, It was good being around family and friends. And um, it was a pleasant moment. So love you, little bro. I know you you're you're in a better place and uh it was nice to see everybody out there celebrating your life and listening to your music. Um all right, so now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's run this track and get this show started so that we can get this conversation going. <laughs> all right. Good evening, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mr. A. And today we have creator, designer, fashionista, Mr. Wayne Dante from Cricket Club Shop. Yes, sir. And um, he's here at the set. So let's welcome Mr. Wayne Dante. How you doing, brother? Feel great. Feel great, man. Thanks for having me. Glad you Um, could make it. Yeah. (laughs) Through all this madness. Through all this madness. <laughs> so you said, oh, you said um, Williamsburg, right? No, this, this is, is Sunset Park. Sunset Park, yes. Oh, okay, okay. On my way, I was like, I, I thought he said Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> no, <is> not- <laughs> no, this is definitely not Williamsburg. No, no, no. I Williamsburg is very hard to confuse with Sunset Park. That's what I was saying. I was Completely. like, I'm seeing Verrazano Bridge. I'm like, no, this is not. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is definitely not Williamsburg. Um, it 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 definitely is starting to turn into somewhat of a gentrified, yuppified area because there are uh, developments that are going up that okay. are going to be in that Williamsburg price range. It's mm-hmm. happening all over Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Don't yeah. sell. Don't sell. Yeah, don't sell. <laughs> this, you know, it's funny you say that because there's quite a few families that are still there's some families that are still holding out mm-hmm. um, and their homes are well worth. Right. Right. You know, amazing amounts. Um, so why don't you tell everybody where you're from? Where does your story start? Well, Wayne Dante, 
Um, born in St. Lucia, the Caribbean. Uh, migrated to New York and um, a very long time ago, mm. in the 80s, early 80s. Um, so I'm gonna, I won't say everything in one shot, but mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneur, um, owner of Wayne Dante Cricket Club, slash DJ, um, business owner, multiple businesses, and um, clothing line, passion for fashion. Mm-hmm. And here I am. But so let me ask you a question because. Coming into coming to the states, mm-hmm. but specifically coming to New York in that time period, in that pocket in the eighties, mm-hmm. was a very special time. Especially when you're talking about fashion. Yes, yes you know we're yes. talking about British nice. We're talking about Wallabies, mm-hmm. raining hard. We're talking about Sergios mm-hmm. with the leather patches on the back of the pants. Mm-hmm. We're talking about suede front shirts, mm-hmm. bally bally boots. Yeah, you know that was a very wonderful time mm-hmm. you know to be uh into clothing and heavy into fashion be- and you saying that helps me further understand when i look at your clothing line right the the inspiration so to speak right because that your clothing like speaks that time pocket <laughs> yes, to me yes, you know what yes, i mean yes yes well <clears throat> coming you know coming to new york in in, in, in 1982 it was a you know big culture shock, you mm-hmm. know. Um, like I said, growing up in St. Lucia, um, you know, I grew up in a I don't want to say well-to-do environment, but in in a small village, right? And um, you know, everyone know knew each other or knows mm-hmm. each other, right? And um, you know, then coming over here, it's like I went to to junior high school one twenty three, which is called it's like a stereotypical hip hop school. Mm-hmm. Um, you you could Google Junior High School 123 has you know it's a lot of history. Mm-hmm. So going in there, um, you know every like I said everything was different. Um, I had to notice I noticed you know the styles were different and a lot of catching up I had to do. You know I'm like wow you know these guys are dressing in you know in Lees and shell to Adidas the Pumas and I'm like what is that? You know mm-hmm. and then I'm hearing the hip hop. You know guys reciting lyrics. I'm like, man, I got a lot of catching up to do. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of catching up. So, you know, I did a lot of research. You know, I did a lot of research, soaked a lot of of it in. And, um, you know, just being aware, Mm -hmm. just being aware. And and finally, until it was like my turn, my turn to bust out. (laughs) Right, right, right. You know, Um, but it was, you know, it was it it was an experience. So put it in a nutshell. So leaving the Caribbean. You know, coming from the Caribbean and then being thrown into New York City, mm-hmm. Jesus, in 82, man, I was thrown, thrown to the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> that having to acclimate to that environment. Yeah. Must have been like an experience in and of itself. Yes. And difficult at that. Difficult. Very difficult. And, and, yeah. and kids weren't that accepting of of exactly. of Caribbean exactly. people back then yes right especially in my neighborhood you know there's you know the, the bronx has you know several different neighborhoods there's the mm-hmm. uptown area which is predominantly west indian right and um i grew up in the soundview area bronx okay. river soundview you know so in my area you know you guys made fun of, of you if you had the accent you know to them if you had an accent you was jamaican you know so, <laughs> so i was like no 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 i'm from st lucia 
you Jamaican. You Jamaican, yeah, yeah. yeah like what, what part of Jam what, what what part of Jamaica is Saint Lucia? In? <laughs> Yo, that's you hilarious. I mean? So it was it, it was a struggle. Yeah, you know, and you know fights every day. Uh huh. You know, and you know the kid from the islands, you know, is not backing down. Right. You know. Um, right. You know, it was kicking and you know throwing things, but you know you had to hold your own. Right. You know, and um, like I said, in, at that time it wasn't cool in that neighborhood to be a West Indian. Definitely. You know, so it was rough. <laughs> Damn. Um. So you're 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 thrust into this new environment mm -hmm. and it's a cold environment because now you have seasons on top of that mm -hmm. you know and i'm sure that's another thing that you have to become acclimated yes. to yes, yes right so now you find let's say a few years goes by when you start hit when you hit high school is that where you start to find your pocket and you start to become more cemented and acclimated yes, into your yes, environment yes, yes um i would say maybe about 10th grade you know um you, you mentioned you mentioned the seasons. Mm -hmm. I remember, man. You know these cold winters. You know about the brutal '80s winters. They were real. You know, and um, I didn't really have a, a good relationship with my parents. You know, I grew up with my grandparents in Saint Lucia, and I came over here and lived with my parents. Oh. So I didn't have the communication part. But I, I saw how you know my father struggled. Not maybe not struggle, but he worked a lot of jobs. You right. Know? Typical West Indian man. Five, hey. six jobs, five, six hustles, mm -hmm. you know? So I find it kind of difficult to ask him sometimes just for a jacket because I knew what he was going through to put food on the table. Yeah. So, you know, I went through a lot of winters with that one jacket, you know? So I said, 10th grade, when I got my first job, I'm getting the warmest jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight to Delancey. Yeah, exactly. I'm getting the warmest jacket out mm. you know, um, so then from there from 10th grade that was it I bought all my stuff on my own nobody had to tell me anything nobody bought me anything mm -hmm. and I think that's when from 10th grade is when I kind of I found my pocket and, and, and I said you know what I could take it from there mm. I could take it from there but I didn't I didn't bloom right. till 12th grade so 12th grade okay <laughs> so so let me ask you a question because I, I remember being a young, I, I remember being a teen and a young man and being very aware of the different sense of fashion that people had, mm -hmm. specifically when it came to Caribbean people, because I spent time at dance hall. Like I, I was running with Guyanese, Trini and Jamaicans right. in, in dance hall in Brooklyn in that time, in the late 80s and early 90s. Mm -hmm. But I've always had a sense of understanding what certain cultures wore, mm -hmm. like what mm -hmm. they considered to be fashion, fashion. Right, right? Right, right, So did your sense of fashion, was it more Americanized or were you more? No, I would say more Americanized because the guys I, I, I hung with were, mm -hmm. not, were not West Indian. Right. You know, they were more, they were, they were American. So mm -hmm. I had to, in order to fit in, I followed their style. Right, right. You know, I, I saw the guys that were, you know, really doing it, so to speak, really doing it. And I was like, you know what? I want to be like him. I want to dress like him, mm -hmm. you know. And, and in my neighborhood, you know, like I said, the, the, the group of guys that I, that I hung with and even the West Indian guys that I hung with, they dressed American way. OK. You know, so okay. we had like 
um, like I said, I had the, the American crew and the West Indian crew, but they both kind of like dressed alike. Okay. You know, and the thing about my crew is they didn't wear the stuff that everybody wore. Mm. So it was always about getting that exclusive piece and bringing it back to the block. And that's how I was raised. You know, it's like finding like in, ten, like in, in high school, I wanted to be a messenger. You know why? Because why? The, because the messengers, they all knew where the spots were in Midtown. Yeah, because you're hitting all the offices right. and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah, that's a fact. You know, so while everybody shopped on Southern Boulevard or Third Avenue, most of the guys did not go past 125th Street. Mm. The messengers had jobs in Manhattan. They were all over Manhattan. And right. coming back to school with stuff you never saw. That's a fact. So I was like, nah, I want to be a messenger. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I want to be a messenger so I can I can find the spots in Midtown and come back to the block and show off yeah, yeah. Ex- these exclusive pieces. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because uh we all kind of went through that growing mm-hmm. up. You know, there were staple items that everybody got. Right, right. right Footwear, right. Yeah, yeah, hats, yeah. things like that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But when it came to a knit, mm-hmm. a button down, mm-hmm. a certain kind of denim, mm-hmm. you know, you wanted to do something different and venture out and go find spot, you know, that right. made you stand out. That made you stand out. Yeah. You know, and and the funny thing is people would really be offended. Yeah. Like if you got some and somebody got it got too, it. they're like, oh, yo, why you wearing my shit? <laughs> I got into fights over that. You know, I oh, got for into, real? I got into fights, you know. Um, I remember one day <laughs> I went to the Timberland spot on mm. um, I think it was on Madison Avenue or something. Madison mm. Avenue, um higher higher sixties. Okay. So <clears throat> nobody knew nobody knew about that spot, you know, in my neighborhood. Yeah. You know, so I would every week I would go there and cop exclusive pieces and come back, you know, just to show off, mm-hmm. you know. And then one day I remember I see a guy wearing the same thing I'm wearing. So I'm like, why are you buying my stuff? <laughs> 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 and long story short, you know, it escalated, mm. you know, but it was serious. It was serious. If yeah. somebody wore something that you had and they were wearing it wrong. You took offense. You, you took offense or you would not wear it again. Yeah. I just paid $600 for my piece and you're uh-huh. rocking it wrong. I'm not wearing my stuff again. Yeah. You, you're making me look crazy making out me here. look bad. <laughs> so now I got to search for something else yeah. just to come back and show you. You know what I'm saying? You could have that. I'm on to something else already. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you really understand uh, the conversation that's happening here. Um, we've had quite a few people on uh, when it comes to dealing in fashion. Um, salute to Miss Kalia Clark, who I had a conversation with this week. Uh, she's a stylist. She's doing big things out here. Um, but this is something that if you grew up in New York, especially in the 80s, man, it's just something when you come from nothing and you struggle and you start to make your own, you take that shit serious, right? It's not a game. So, so Mr. Dante coming in today, and I'm just observing him, right? His whole ensemble is a statement the stan smiths the cream coordination with the cricket yo the cri- the cricket emblem the cricket logo on the shirt it just it's a whole thing and when you see this 
Anybody who's from New York City will go, yeah, that's a New York cat. That's a New York cat. I took, I, I take New York. I take Uptown mm-hmm. everywhere with me. Mm. Everywhere. S- salute to Soundview, man. <laughs> um. So now, at what point in your journey, like you make it through high school, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure you start venturing into different sort of businesses. Mm-hmm. At what point do you say to yourself, you know what, fashion is the thing for me? Mm-hmm. Like, how does that happen? Well, like I said, it went from being laughed at. Right. <laughs> hey, we got it. It's growing up. That's what it is. Exactly. It went from being laughed at when I came here um, to where did you get that from? Mm. So when I started hearing that, where did you get that from? I said, oh, man, you was on to something. I made it. <laughs> <laughs> that was my stamp of approval right there. Hell yeah. You know, so, yeah. So when, when you know, my friends were like, yo, what is that? Where did you get this from? Then they started asking me for pointers. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? I'm like, wait a minute. I think I got something here. I got a little niche, you know, because I had my... And then you got to carve your own style. Yeah. You like, can't just do it like everybody else do is like doing everybody it. Else. Yeah. You know, so then I started venturing out, like I say, finding spots and coming back and with exclusive stuff and... If I was something, or if I told somebody something, it was like, but that's you. Right. You would rock it like that. Right. You know, I cannot rock Then, you know, they'll say, I cannot rock it like that. That's how you rock it. So now I started noticing I have a little, you know, I got my own path. And my and my path was, was acceptable. Mm. So from then I kind of realized I got a little something there. So let me just um, nurture it mm-hmm. throughout time. Mm. <laughs> And I, was it something that, uh, because, you know, a lot of people need to understand when you're starting your own business, especially when it comes to fashion, mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into it. You have to source material. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have to make sure that your logo is unique mm-hmm. in, unto itself. Yeah. You have to make sure that nobody else has there, There's so much. Mm-hmm. And then production, you know, you just don't put a shirt together and that's it is done there's right. a whole process, a process. Yes. you know how do you start to to make all the pieces come together for yourself especially without knowing anything right. like where does the education of that come from sorry well i did um <clears throat> retail I okay for banana republic okay i was a assistant manager there um fifth avenue store did assistant manager then i moved on to nordstrom mm. salesperson million dollar seller there for a few years and um you know i, I kind of like gained or gathered all that knowledge and then um <clears throat> i said you know i could take this on i could take this on my own mm. you know but i still it, it was just a thought right, at right, that right. time you right. know and then um i kind of like after i left nordstrom i, I got into a uh, fire prevention but I did DJing, uh-huh. and then um, a friend of mine said, "You know what? Now the DJs, are, you know, is, is a big thing. Yeah. But you got to brand yourself. You know, the clothing line still didn't hit yet. Right. He said you got to brand yourself. I was like, okay, all right. So I started putting out WD shirts, Wayne Dante, just for promotion. Mm-hmm. And then um, <clears throat> my, my partner, shout out to my partner Randy. Salute and, to Randy. And shout out to the rest of the rest of the team, Vanessa <clears throat> and Derek. So 
my partner Randy said, you know what? Let's start a clothing line. Mm. You know? So I was like, yeah, we could start a clothing line, but what are we going to name it? I cannot just, cannot just be Wayne Dante, but, you know, Wayne Dante is cool for now, but what is Wayne Dante? You know, we need a story. Yeah. So then, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even come up with the, with, the, with the ideas that we had in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, Randy said, you know, think of something that you're passionate about. Go back to your childhood, you know, like when you're really doing it and, you know, something that, that you, you know, that we could tell a story. Right. So, you know, I thought about it. I thought about it. And out of the blue, it's cricket. No one is doing cricket. Nope. I spoke to my wife. She's a big cricket fan. Her mother is a big cricket fan. So we came up with the logo. I shot the idea. I shot out to my guy, um, Derek, mm-hmm. who is, who is um, our artist mm-hmm. slash designer. Derek, I need a logo. Went back and forth, went back and forth. I consulted with my wife. She, no, but he's facing the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so then one day, Derek, Derek did it. He posted it online. I said, what? This is it. Take it down immediately. We're running with that. <laughs> so then we know we got the logo and we, you know, we said, you know, Wayne Dante Cricket Club. Mm-hmm. And cricket, you know, cricket is something I was always passionate about, right. you know, and um, it's a classy sport. But we'll get into that a little later, you know, and that's how it came about. See, here's the thing. And people may not understand. I'm sharing I'm sharing the 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 Web page now with them mm-hmm. so they can see the pieces. Now, people, if you're looking at these pieces, of course, there's general pieces. He has knit hats, mm-hmm. you know, that all purpose. You can wear those in the wind. Everybody makes those. But when you see this art on canvas sweatshirt, this is something that, you know, you throw on and people are going to be like, yo, you know, there's just, there's certain ways to do things. Right. And this is the way to do it. You know, because if you're going to put something on and you want to like have attention. Right. Right. This is what you do. You come here because these pieces are just so unique. Right. So how do you go through the process of bringing these pieces to life? Because there's so many different levels. There's very casual and conservative pieces that you Mm -hmm. have that Mm -hmm. you can wear. Mm -hmm. And then there's other things like I just pointed to the art on canvas sweater that when you wear that, that's eye catching. Somebody's going to be like, hey, you know, where did you get that sweater? You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's. Your personality or my personality, you know, some days you want to be, you know, chill. Mm-hmm. Some days you want to be flamboyant. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know? Right, right. So I try to I try to bring my personality into the clothing, you know, and then I travel a lot, you know. So and then you'll be surprised at the, the, the things that will spark inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, being being from the Caribbean, we like a lot of color. Yes. And me being from New York, you know, I try to keep it. Um, monotone sometimes, right? You know, just just clean, clean. You know, so I try to do a mixture, have the know? balance, have the balance. So mm. I try to show both sides, my New York side and my Caribbean side. Mm. Um, one of the pieces, as you can see, there was um, the golf inspired, <clears throat> the Ace on the Green, which is the, I think that's the one that you got. So mm-hmm. on my vacation to um, Bermuda, you know. Um, just driving around, two pieces were inspired. We got the Hamilton, which is just a, a mixture of the greenery 
mm-hmm. on the island. You know, I was like, you know what? That's 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 something we could bring to life and make it tropical at the same time. And then the golf course. Mm-hmm. You see the different patches on the golf course, the different terrain. I said, you know, let's try to make a destination piece that reflects that kind of lifestyle. You know, so basically a lot of a lot of pieces comes from my, my experience, my travels. And you got pieces just getting inspired by just walking down Fifth Avenue. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's a multiple. It's, it's, the, it's the personality. See, and, and, and I think people, especially from New York, if you're from New York, man, this is a clothing line for everybody. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it gives you the balance. There's like like. Wayne was saying there's flamboyant pieces mm-hmm. and then there's clean pieces. Mm-hmm. So the everyday wear, you can just throw something on that's nice and it doesn't have to be crazy with the color, right? but it looks lean and, and mean. Mm-hmm. When you throw it on, you just, it says something, right? right. you know? And, and a lot of people, I know I do, when, when I feel to do something and I'm going to get dressed for an event mm-hmm. or go hang out or whatever it is and I'm throwing something on, this is what you want to do. You want to make a statement. Yeah, statement. Yes. Even when it's not loud, exactly. you still, yes, yes. You, you're saying something. Yes, yes. So, so Wayne, now, now that you guys, how many years has it been uh, going now with Cricket Club? How, how long have you guys been in business? Well, I say that the, like I said, the idea came about, about 2007. Mm. But, you know, throwing it around and not being um, confident, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't start till to, um, 2016. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. Remember, I had, I had, I still had my other business, and I, I was still DJing, and I was still promoting just, mm-hmm. just the, the DJ line, you know, on the mm-hmm. Wayne Dante WD. But <clears throat> we kind of took the leap of faith in 2016. We went online and decided, you know, it's Cricket Club from here on out. Oh wow! <laughs> now, what has been the reception like? Are, are, are you getting uh, feedback? that is sort of driving more of what you're going to be doing in the future. Mm-hmm. Do, are you looking to dress artists? Mm-hmm. Are you looking to, you know, do product placement in that way? Mm-hmm. Like what are some of the things that you guys are hoping to do? Well, eventually we would like to, you know, open up a brick and mortar. Eventually we'd like to um, be in um, department stores. Okay. Um, you know, up and down the East coast, then, you know, even national and even international, you know, <clears throat> but we're taking our time with it. You know, in the beginning, we were approached by um, different stylists, like, you know, put this on this rapper or put this on this person or put this on that person. But we felt like not everyone fit the image of the brand. Right. You know, um, like, for example, I build I had my other business. It took me 10 years to build that business. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Right. I know what it is to sacrifice. I know what it is for longevity. I know what it is to take my time. So same thing with Cricket Club. <clears throat> I did not want to blow up, so to speak, overnight. Right. I want to take my time, learn the process, and um, make sure everything is, is, is under control. You know, I don't want to just put it on this person, and then this becomes the, the next big thing overnight, and then I cannot handle it. Right. You know, so, but... This is where my, my guy Randy comes in. <laughs> Randy's the balance. Randy's the balance. Okay. You know, Randy makes sure that everything is um, image controlled or 
Nice. Does, it, does it fit the brand? I mean, sometimes I might, you know, I might want to take a leap. He said, no, 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 hold on, hold on. And, and you need that. You need that checks and balances. You definitely do. You know? It's important in a relationship and yeah. business mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to have mm-hmm, that balance. Mm-hmm. And not only that, and, and I'm going to say this um, because I'm seeing how you're speaking of Randy, mm-hmm. the respect mm-hmm. that you guys have for each other mm-hmm. in when if you want to leap mm-hmm. and he's like, wait, hold on a second. You actually give consideration to what he's telling you yes. and, le- and process it. Yes, yes, yes. And it's super important because it seems like you're not really pressed mm-hmm. to make Cricket Club, like you said, blow up overnight. Mm-hmm. 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 Taking your time is super important because you want to make sure everything that you do is... Right, right. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like the whole, the whole fit. Yes, yes. You don't rush that. Don't rush that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Randy, man. I'll be seeing Randy and you on the lives. And uh, <laughs> speaking of which, I'm going to pull up this product right now. I just did that a second ago. Uh, let me pull it up again. Um, there's a new product dropping tomorrow. Yes. And yes, I am copying another piece. I think I'm going to cop my son this piece because he has a, a birthday coming up. And this right here, I know I shared it a second ago, but I'm going to share it again. Mm-hmm. And I want Wayne to talk about this piece. <laughs> Because, again, I know the uh, the <laughs> mock-up the mock-up doesn't really do enough justice for that piece, um, but we will be taking some pictures tomorrow, and um, hopefully this week I'll be posting. Mm-hmm. Um, trust me, when you see that, this is one of those pieces that's gonna grab attention. You know, I got threw my in, attention. I, I threw in a lot of colors in there. Yeah, in the summertime, and it's just a an ensemble. I, I mean. I don't want to tell you where exactly the inspiration came from, uh-huh. but the idea about the idea is just um, celebration of color. Nice celebration of color. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to imagine. Is it the same sort of material that same the, sort of material? Oh, and, and and the good thing about this this you know you don't have to wear it's interchangeable, so you can right. wear the shorts and wear a solid top. Yeah. To, to to cool it down a little bit. Yes. You know, or you could wear both and make a, a that bold, bold statement. statement. <laughs> but what's crazy is there's a lot going on here. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I really appreciate about the line. Again, like people may misunderstand because I have Wayne here with me that I'm saying these things because he's here. No, I was saying these things before me and Wayne met, looking at the line. Because the line is serious. The the meticulous details that goes into the pieces, you could tell that there's a passion there. Yes. And and if you're into fashion and you're into, you know, saying something with your clothes, mm-hmm. this is just a line to do it with, man. There's <laughs> something for everybody, even the ladies. Yes. Yes. So right. you got to, when you, when I see something like this, man, you got to respect it, especially it's coming from New York City. This is my hometown, you know? And I especially want to give brothers like this a platform to talk and reach the people because mm-hmm. you've got to support. You definitely got to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So what are we looking forward to for the, the latter part of, of 2022? Like, what, what are we looking to do? All right. <clears throat> Before I move on, I, 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 I want to give my team another shout out. Of course. Please do. All right. So shout out to Vanessa. Um, she's, she handles the women's side. Okay. Um, and also consults with us on, on the men's side as well. Of course. And I, I did mention Derek, who mm-hmm. is our artist slash designer. 
Um, <clears throat> so looking forward, since I, I, I mentioned Vanessa, we are trying to bring a women's line. We try, we, we, we do have women's pieces now, but we feel you like grow it? we definitely we have to grow. Nice. We have to grow the women's presence. Right. Um, I think maybe like 85 percent, 85, 90 percent of our customers are men. Right. You know, but <clears throat> a lot of women buy for their men. <laughs> You know, that's a and, fact. Then, and then we get a lot of, you know, we, we do get a lot of um, requests for women's items. So, Vanessa, we got to get our stuff together and um, present these things that we have in the stash to the customers. So, mm. yeah, we have, you know, some very intricate designs, same, same, similar to the men, um, maybe even more extravagant. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh Maybe man, more extravagant than the men. Okay, but okay. we're just trying to find that right manufacturer, right, to do these extravagant pieces that, trust me, Vanessa has in, in, in line. Vanessa and Derek, oh man, they created some crazy stuff. Wow, you know, crazy dope stuff, you know. And um, the men, we're gonna, um, <clears throat> we got a few more jackets, like you saw the the varsity jackets. Um, I got some stuff coming. I don't want to let too much out. <laughs> and look out for the look out for this next piece that's gonna drop. I'm um, thinking about dropping the end of summer, early fall transition piece. Uh, mm. That's gonna be serious. Oh really? That's really gonna. Oh, and I forget the polos. The polos, yes, a lot. Like you, you, you saw the polos that I was wearing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are asked. So we got three polos dropping this summer. <sighs> All you guys have been asking about the polos. Yes, we got some three polos on. Not, the first one you saw, the one you saw me on the boat with, that's uh -huh. just, that's just, regular. that's just a stamp. That's just a regular. Just Wait till regular. you see the other, the other two pieces that are dropping. Oh man, right. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you don't understand this. This guy's speaking my language right now, because again, if you look at the product, the product speaks for itself, man. And it's specifically being a New Yorker, there's a certain thing that when you see it, you're just like, oh. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's just a vibe, mm -hmm. right? And not only that, we're reaching out to the West Coast as well. Mm -hmm. We reach as far as Florida, but we touch the West. People on the West Coast, they with it. They yeah. like yeah. they like that flavor. Yeah. Not everybody's wearing khakis and flannels out in the West Coast. People are actually getting styled out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So everybody in the West Coast, make sure you go over to Cricket Club Shop and check out their wares. It just... It just speaks New York City to me. It's crazy. <laughs> but shout out to Vanessa and what's the other gentleman's name? Um, Derek. Derek. Shout out to Vanessa and Derek. And uh, I I'd be very excited to see what uh, what she brings forth for the women's line. Yes. Um, I'm really, uh, I'm hopeful even more so to see what you guys do with your varsities. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people, not me, mm -hmm. but a lot of people uh, are very big fans of the varsity jacket mm -hmm. right that look right because the varsity jacket can go a lot of ways you mm -hmm. can go a little dressy with a varsity yeah, you and you can go all the way hood with a varsity because yes, yes, yes. you can pull off so much with it mm -hmm. but your colorways are crazy <laughs> man <laughs> you know maybe it's just me right, maybe right. it's just me but um so we're going to open up more for the women's line. Mm -hmm. And she got some things in the chamber, I'm assuming? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We got a lot of stuff, man. A lot of stuff. But like I said, it's just finding that right. And, and a lot of uh, all your manufacturers that are, that are um, consulting us or reaching out, we're taking our time. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> taking that time. And it's, you know, it's, it's costly. You know, try this manufacturer, try that manufacturer, try that manufacturer. Um, this one wants um, a minimum. Uh, this one wants this amount for a sample. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. But bear with us. Eventually, we'll, we'll get to you. But you know, we have we have a, a solid team and um, we will get it out eventually. You know, it's funny that you're bringing that up as well, because we just had uh, Yusuf L, the, mm -hmm. the owner of uh, Giza Footwear. He was here right. and he was discussing bringing a product from from the ground up mm -hmm. and then getting manufacturing and how difficult it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. because there's only but so many manufacturing houses and then you don't. You know, there's minimums. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, there's a whole lot that goes into it. Yeah. And people don't understand those intricacies of the business. Yeah. It's not very easy. It's not. And not only that, time consuming and costs a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Right. A lot of money. And you just don't want to have anybody putting your stuff out there because it's not going to be the quality that you right. need it to be. Right. right. And, and ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. This stuff is quality. If you want real quality made oh where did you get that from mm -hmm. you need to head over to cricket club shop and just go cop them pieces man because they serious all right let me stop blowing smoke <laughs> <laughs> so wing all right we're gonna be trying to open up the women's line mm -hmm. um is there any uh sort of plans or do you ever want to dwell into like denim or footwear or is that something that you know, we're well, going to leave that for another with, time. With my, with my experience with denim, right, mm -hmm. um, it was always hard for me to find the right pair of denim, you know, when I used to shop other brands. Right. You know, so I kind of figured the same way. I don't want to, you know, waste a lot of money. Then you got to go through a 32, a 34, a bootleg, a, a slim fit, a this or that. It's just too much. Yeah. You know, I think maybe when we, you know, become when we grow a little more right we'll be able to to venture to get into that but right. not right now right. um footwear <clears throat> same thing tough you know, game I, I love footwear i love boots mm -hmm. i love sneakers i love shoes but i'm gonna take my time, I'm gonna take <laughs> my time. this let me tell you something this gentleman is super calculated <laughs> another reason why i could really appreciate uh -huh. what he's doing because it translates into the product. Yes. If you look at the, let me, I'm going to pull it up again. If you look at the product, you can tell that this gentleman is taking his time. His team is very meticulous about what they're doing mm -hmm. and everything that they put out. Again, I'm sorry. It's just quality. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I have them here. It's I've watched it before. And now that he's here, I'm sharing this with everybody because you can see it for yourself. This is not stuff that you just run downtown and go get off the rack. No. You know what I mean? This is and, and the buckets. Bucket hats is a classic New York fashion piece. Mm -hmm. And the fitting, I got one on right now. When I put it on, I felt like I was five years old because my father used to wear buckets when I was a kid. And he had them. I'm in high school. I feel like I'm in 1988 every time I throw Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, the whole the whole ensemble, the whole mm -hmm. it's it's one thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and then let me tell you something. I never thought, and I'm looking at it now. If you look at the webpage, they're running uh the crest rope hat, right? Now, when I first saw them, 
it threw me for a second because I was like, wait a minute. This is a throw. This is a homage to something that was done back in that time as well. And then I was like, wait, are cats really going to be able to pull it off? And then I saw a few shots with them and I was like, yo, <laughs> these people really aren't ready. Yeah, you yeah. really have to go and check yeah. it out, man. This is just. And you know what? You know, it's funny. Like we, you know, we like, we, you know, we consult mm-hmm. and we, you know, uh, it starts off as a thought. And, um, you know, we go over it. We put it on paper. We put it out. You know, we market it. And then you'll be surprised, you know, someone, a stranger will send a, a message and say, oh, man, I want to I want to wear this product, but I'm going to wear this product in this in, this type of environment or this or, or that. Uh-huh. And then they tell you your story. <laughs> That's the ultimate feeling. I'm like, oh, man, thank you. You get it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, man. You get it. So it tells me, like, you know, my team and I, we're doing a good job. You're doing something right. <laughs> No, you definitely are. And, 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 and again, when I look at the pieces, there is something for this. There's not anything here that anybody could go, eh, I'm not feeling that. No, there's something for everybody here, you know, especially New York cats. You know, every time I, I, I speak, like my cousin just went to Brazil, right? And he he's a business owner he's an artist mm-hmm. you know he travels extensively mm-hmm. um but he also loves fashion mm-hmm. um and when he finds lines like this he'll he'll kill them mm-hmm. because it's like now you find this gem mm-hmm. you know you're not going to find this anywhere else right, right. like i'm looking at this paper expressions varsity jacket that you guys did mm-hmm. <laughs> come on like people you know, if you want to look, if you want to look cookie cutter, mm-hmm. you know, you can do that. You can go get the, you know, the Vesuvo jeans or whatever it is right. that, you know, everybody's right. wearing the same old thing. But yeah. if you want unique cuts, if you want to yeah. look yeah. like fit, this is what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So, Dante, like, oh, man. In uh, the next two years, mm-hmm. it. Is it important for you to remain very uh, grounded in that you don't want to go overboard and try to have like be the next FUBU, which mm-hmm. is I don't I can't believe I even used that word along cricket club, but mm-hmm. you don't want to be a mass produced line, right? Right. Well, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We you know we're open to collaborations, mm-hmm. but it has to make sense. Right. You know, um, we don't want something that's going to blow us up, but then tear us down right. at the same time. You know, we, you could go for the quick buck, but then now what? Now you now you you're forced to sell it out, mm-hmm. you know, because you cannot handle it anymore. You know, I want to have creative control for as long as possible, mm. you know, um, and and still remain grounded, still remain to my core, my core customers guys who grew up with the brand mm-hmm. you know who were there from the beginning and I, I i noticed that with a lot of brands i mean you can I, I, should i name drop <laughs> Be, listen this is your moment brother that you could do whatever you want shout them out you know i remember <laughs> i remember in the 90s when um you know when timberland became the big thing right you know when we were wearing um chuckers 
Right. And um and um forties, a lot of people were not wearing them. Nope. When we started wearing constructions, a lot of people were still not wearing them. Mm-hmm. When we started venturing out and people started seeing us wearing it, then the rappers got onto it. Then Timberland became Timberland. It became right. the big thing. Right. Same thing with Vast, the boots. Yep. I'm saying boots because I was a boot guy. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Uh, same thing with Vast. You know, when I remember coming to the block, no one knew about Vast. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. Then Vast, the black, then the burgundy, then the blue and 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 uh, and the beige. Then Timberland and Vast, they started making these crazy colors because everybody was mass produced. They wanted to, you know, to to, to keep up. Yep. Then they they forgot about us. Yeah. They forgot about the construction guy. Mm-hmm. They forgot about the, the the chuck guy. You know, and then they kind of like lost their crowd. So you know, I don't want that. To, I don't want that to happen to us. And not only that, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like Timberland has lost their quality in production? I don't. I don't know. I, I haven't bought a pair. The only thing I bought, I bought the, the I bought the forties that came out because you know, classic. That's a classic guy. Yeah. And they still, you know, they still they're still thirty. Yeah. You know, once in a while I'll buy the construction, but for some time I felt that they fell off. You know, because you know, like I said, with growth, you forget your core audience, and that's that's, that's what I don't want to do. I'm gonna grow and not forget about the guys that grew up with the brand. Mm-hmm. Forget, I'm not gonna forget about the day one pieces that we had. You know, I'm gonna keep it exclusive. Some stuff will not come out. Right. You know, every year. Right. But the 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 theme or the 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 main crush of crush of the brand will not as the if I have if I have control of it, it'll not go away. I think you know, and and I want to say this to you respectfully. Mm-hmm. I think that holding on to to that very train of thought mm-hmm. is what will keep your brand the monster that it should be. Mm-hmm. Because in reality, as soon as you go, like you lose what you said, your core. Mm-hmm. Listen. The last time I bought a pair of Timberland Constructions, which is about six years ago, mm-hmm. production is, it's not even the same boot. Right, it's right, not right, even, right. it's not even worth the money that mm-hmm. they're charging. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I haven't bought a pair since. Mm-hmm. You know, the 40 is a classic boot and the 40 is, a, the 40 is only a boot you're going to find in New York wearing. Right, right, right. You will never see yeah. somebody from the Midwest. I, mean, I, buy, <laughs> uh, I just want to be in touch with my, you know. Yeah. So, certain things when you when you put on, you like I said, you feel, it takes me back to my era. Of course. You know? <laughs> and, and that's the thing. You maintaining that, uh, that mindset mm-hmm. will make your brand remain a monster. Because as soon as you start forgetting about your core mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you're just thinking about the bread, mm-hmm. you know, we all got to think, we all got to right, make right, money. Right, right. But when that's your focus, your shit's going to be in Walmart, yes, son. Yes, and yes, we don't yes. want that. Not, <laughs> no, not at all. No, not at all. And salute to everybody out there that's doing it and gambling on themselves, man. We very, we very much appreciate and champion everybody who's an entrepreneur who is gambling on themselves and trying to do it on their own. Mm -hmm. That's sorely important. We need ownership in our community. So we salute to all of y'all, but we specifically salute to the brothers from cricket club shop because man, 
fire. <laughs> so, so when, um, is there anything um, that you would hope to, you know, in the next, let's say, year and a half, two years, want to accomplish um, with your team that you have intact right now for the brand itself? Is there some sort of uh, collab maybe that you, you know, somebody out there that you would like to work with or specifically when it comes to your brand? Yeah, well, I mean, we have a few people in, 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 in sight. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's crazy. In the past month or two, you know, the brand has grown. The visibility <clears throat> has grown mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I think like in a week, we we hit half a million views. Oh wow! In the last week, you know, so a lot of people are, are seeing it. I'm getting calls. I'm getting texts from celebrities. Nice. You know, saying, "Oh, I I, I like your product." You know, um, and I'm getting likes from people in high places. Hey. <laughs> I don't want to say no names yet, but I'm getting no. I'm getting likes and and um and views from people in, in very high places. So I know they're seeing it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, we're open. You know, you guys. Like what you see, holler at us. Let's talk. Let's have a sit down. And um, like I said, it has to make sense. But um, in the next two years, the brand is going to grow. The brand is going to grow. Same way like you caught it. Mm-hmm. You're going to tell somebody else. That person is going to tell the next person. It's going to grow tremendously, but organically. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the best way. That's the best way. You know, the grassroots move is the best way to go. Yeah. And again, the the listen. The product speaks for itself. And if you, anybody out there who's watching, who knows Wayne or anybody on his team and has come into contact with them, if this is the demeanor and the mindset of this brand, trust and know that this brand has a long-standing foundation already set. Yep. And it's going to be making noise. Mm-hmm. And if you slow to get on, listen, I don't know what to tell you, man. I can't, I can't not only just put the product in your face, I can't buy it for you either. You got to come and, and make that purchase, make it happen. And shout out, shout out to my, you know, guys who are not, let's say on the, on the corporate team, you mm-hmm. know, I got a lot of good friends. I got a lot of guys that, I mean, my circle is kind of small, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> I also get a lot of positive feedback mm-hmm. from, uh, you know, friends you know, and they know, they know what I'm about. They know, you know, my style. So, it kind of give me pointers, some even things I might have forgotten about. You like, right. remember when we used to do this? Remember when we used to rock this? You should come out with this. It's like, oh yeah, you're right. You know. So, yeah. shout out to them. Salute to Soundview, man, and salute mm-hmm. to my guy, Minnesota Money Boys players, shout man. Minnesota, shout out to Father Time. There you go. Father Time, you gotta have Father Time on your show. Trust me. Oh, for real. <laughs> Oh, Father Time. I'm going to have to reach out, bro. <laughs> and salute to my guy from the BX, Mr. Al King, man. I hope you're feeling better, brother. Hopefully, we'll see each other soon. Um, so, Wayne, before we get up and out of here, is there any any uh, well wishes you want to give anybody? Um, any news you want to let the people know that's going to be coming down the pipeline? Um, well, I just, first of all, like I said, shout out again to the team. Salute. Um Guys who, who, who want to get into this business, you know, just prepare for sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, are you in it for the long run? It's just not an overnight thing. If you want to, if you want it to be overnight, it's quick. You, you know, you could print 
stuff on a T-shirt. You could, you know, get the, the latest slogan, go out on the street corner and pump it and, and make a lot of money if that's what you want. But if you want, you know, a brand like what we have, prepare, prepare yourself for the long haul. And um, it's not easy, but believe in, believe in yourself, believe in your brand, that no one compromise, do not compromise, that no one steer you off your path and um, you'll do well. You heard it here, man. Don't compromise and don't let nobody deter you from your mission. Mm-hmm. Always stay true to that and you'll be all right. Indeed. And if you believe it, look at the brand, Cricket Club Shop. They are not fucking playing. And, you know, sorry I got to tell you that way, but that's the reality of it. This brand is amazing, and I hope everybody watching, listen, patronize, support, because that's what we need to do, especially nowadays, especially with something as special as this, because this brand is that. It's special. All right? So I want to thank my guest, Mr. Wayne Dante, from coming all the way down from the BX, man, and making it through all this madness and giving us his time. Not a problem. And salute to his partners and everybody over at the Cricket Club Shop, man. And tomorrow, that new drip is dropping. So make sure you go and cop that. I know I am. (laughs) So... Yo, oh, show, I, them, show them the new hat, the hat that I, that, that you Oh, oh, wait a minute, hold up a second. Let me pull this out. The my, last one. My guy, my guy was not only courtesy enough to to come and grace me with his time, but he brought your boy a gift, and it's the last one of it. It's the blue rope joint, the cricket club rope joint. Crest on the side. And they, oh, this is the hard part right here, <laughs> son. This is official. Yeah. They, they ain't going to know what hit them. I need you to rock that on your next show. Yo, listen, <laughs> tune in. You're going to see me with it on, kid. I'm a hat yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a hat guy. I love hats. Yeah. Oh, but I really, really appreciate that. And tomorrow the drip comes out. I'm going to have to go cop that joint, too. Thank you. And uh, I'm going to be supporting Cricket Club Shop Heavy. Thank you. Of course. And another thing, um, well, we're going to talk about that after the show. I don't want to blow that up just yet. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed the show, man, I'm glad you all made it. Um, we'll be back next Sunday with another amazing show. Um, shout out to everybody who, who came through the old neighborhood and represented for the parade. Mm-hmm. Um, salute to the Barreto family. Condolences to y'all. Rest in peace to my baby bro. And um, we'll see you Sunday. And call me, call me again soon. I want, not soon, but down the line we'll, we'll do this again oh you you already know you already know <laughs> brothers reading my mind we'll see you next week people